moved with pity for them. That's one of the lines in the end of our gospel. It says, moved with pity for them. I love when the scriptures just show the emotion of Jesus, especially the tender compassion that he has, which moves his heart for us. I think so many times we read the scriptures and it's flat. We think of robot Jesus, where he's just here and he's like, peace be with you and also with you and you get a healing, and you get a healing, everybody gets a healing, and just this flat Jesus who isn't emotional. But we have a Jesus who deeply cares about every one of us. And we see this in the scriptures, when the the scriptures throw in these little bits of emotional narrative to really encapsulate what was happening. Now this gospel reading comes right after last week's gospel reading. And what happened last week? Last week Jesus sent them out. He sent the disciples two by two to go heal and cure and exercise and be uh, preachers, missionaries of the gospel. And this week, we hear about them returning. Jesus receives them back. He welcomes them back. And what's the very first thing he does for them? He offers them some vacation time. He says, come away with me. You've been working hard, but now it's time to rest. You were out with other people. Now be alone with me. It's beautiful. He says, come away with me to a deserted place. But what if Peter, or Andrew, James, or John, or any one of them, Judas even, at the invitation of Jesus, had said, nah, I'm good. You know, I really, I got a lot going on right now, Jesus. You sent us out. We did a lot of good work. I made a lot of connections. I'm really trying to work those connections. Trying to build up a ministry right now, you know what I mean? Like trying to really get things going, a ball rolling that maybe lasts the next 2,000 years. I don't know. I made a lot of connections. Also, I got some, like, personal stuff that I'm working on. Really trying to self-develop right now, you know what I mean? Like, work on me. And, oh, by the way, I haven't visited those wife or kids that we never talk about in the gospel that I have. This is Peter. Uh, But, you know, like, maybe I should go tell them that I'm not dead or something. But I'll come away with you later. Promise. Totally, like, maybe next week. I'll have to schedule. Let me see what's on my calendar. But, you know, like, later. I'll definitely do it later. Yes, I have millennialized Peter. But still, we all do this. We do this exact same dance around with the Lord and tell him how much we have to do and why we simply cannot be with him, why we cannot go away with him. There are kids to feed, there are kids to teach, there are kids to, I don't know, kids seem just very sticky and needy to me, so, but it seems like it would take a lot of your time if you were a parent. And so we always come up with these ideas and these reasons why. We can simply not go away with Jesus and be with him in a deserted place. We want to be a disciple of Jesus. At the root, most of us want to be his disciple. We want to follow him. But at the same time, we also want everything else that we want. And we're willing to work very hard to get those things that we want. And so slowly, Jesus gets knocked down on the list of important things that we have to do. Until finally we realize, it's been like three weeks since I prayed. It's been seven weeks since I went to confession. It's been nine months since I went to Mass. You know, the pandemic and everything. There was so much, I couldn't. And slowly we see Jesus move down the list. And, And at the heart of that reasoning, it's because we want to be secure. We want to provide for ourselves and those who rely on us. We want to be comfortable 
And we, ultimately, we want to be at peace. But the letter from St. Paul this morning tells us that the only true peace that we have is Jesus. Jesus is our peace. So we can waste our lives doing the things that we want and never find fulfillment. Or we can take time every day to spend with the Lord in a deserted place and be made peaceful. To go away with him in the quiet. To carve out that time, even if it's locking yourself in the bathroom away from the children. To be with the Lord for a few moments. But first we have to have the belief, a core belief, that Jesus actually wants me to be happy. That in the Gospel of John, when he says, I have come so that you may have joy and your joy may be complete, he means it. He actually wants us to be joyful here on earth. And once we believe that he wants us to be joyful and he wants our good, then we are willing to do anything we have to, to do that, to get that. So we're willing to go away with him in the still and in the quiet and bump everything else on our list of things that we have to do that day lower than spending time with Jesus. And finally, once we spend time with him, once we engage him in prayer, once we just sit and allow him to love us, then finally we're ready to do what Mary says to do in the second chapter of John when she directs the servants, now do whatever he tells you.